Hello, hauntlings. My name is Alyssa, here with my ghoulishly gorgeous wife and co-host, Lindsay. This is Macabre at Midnight, where we dive into all things that sit on scale, starting with the adorably spooky and ending with the truly disturbing. So today we're going to be talking about the Witch of Yazoo. Um, sad to say we already recorded this one time and the quality was garbage. So uh, we're going to try again with it. Um, this time with some extra garbage sauce just to <laughs> make it more interesting. <laughs> garbage sauce. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this, this. I'm hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> this is my wife. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're recording again with extra garbage sauce, I guess. <laughs> um, and we're going to be recording about the Witch of Yazoo. Uh, we had a few mishaps with the animals in the last one too, so hopefully they behave this time because we are in the quietest room in the house. But the animals have joined us. Um... Additionally, this is not going to be a super long one. This is our first one, so we're starting with something small so that we can kind of get the, the feel for it. And my throat is also kind of dry. I'm getting a little congested. Sad to say that's how we're starting this out. So if I'm clearing my throat or sniffling, I do apologize. In the original recording, we discussed that my lovely wife has a friend who lives in Mississippi. Um, we also discussed my inability to maybe properly pronounce Yazoo. So we're hoping that we can get this friend to listen to the podcast and maybe she can teach us how to properly say Yazoo. Yes. But until then, we're just gonna call it Yazoo. So here it is. This is the Witch of Yazoo. Um, this story, this this local legend, started was made famous by a gentleman named Willie Morris. He is the author of the Good Old Boy, a Delta Boyhood book. Uh, but in his story, there was an old woman who was caught by a young man named Joe Bob Duget, and Joe Bob Duget caught this lady. He heard moaning coming from her house. She lived on the outskirts of town. I think it said on a hill. I don't remember. But he caught her up in her home and he heard her chanting and he looked in the window. It was in her home? Yeah, it was in her home. What the heck is he doing snooping in other people's <laughs> homes? I mean, I freaking creepo. Well, you know, sometimes you hear chanting and you just gotta check it out. 
see what's going on. So, mm. anyway, he goes up onto the hill. He looks in this woman's house through the window, and what does he see? You know what he sees, because we recorded this once already. What does he see? He sees her waving her noodly arms around. <laughs> he sees her waving her noodly <laughs> arms around. I wish... Like Kermit the Frog, like... <laughs> I, I really wish we could like give you guys an authentic reenactment of Lindsay's initial <laughs> reaction. I'm sitting here in the chair and she just has her arms up to the ceiling and is just like waving her arms around and I just, I lost it. But it was funny. But yeah, so she- That's not spooky. What, you waving your arms around? Yeah, that's I the... think it's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> that's mean. I think it's very spooky. So anyway, um, yes, she's waving her noodle arms around and, um... Uh, I would be afraid of that, too, just for the record. <laughs> so she was Arms don't bend that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're really gonna like the way that she was described, because they described her as looking half-skeletal and, like, half-scarecrow. Yes. So, she's not a witch, she's a hag. Yeah, she's that's exactly it. Like, she's a hag. Ugh. Yeah. And... She, as she's waving her arms in circles at the ceiling. <laughs> Sorry. You're imagining noodles. No. Yeah. <laughs> she's. They said that she was wearing like all black robes. She had a black hat. Like your traditional Halloween witch. And this isn't saying anything to people who are in the practice of witchcraft or um, that sort of thing. Like this is just what the story said. Um, that she looked like your traditional Halloween hag, basically. And the two men are on the floor, and they are dead. Mm. These men are dead. So, Joe Bob Duget runs back into town. He runs back into town. And he goes and he gets the sheriff, who comes running to see what's going on. And when they get there, the witch is gone. This woman has disappeared. They can't find her. So what do they do? They enter her house and apparently in 1884 you didn't need a warrant because they just go on in and when they go in they go upstairs to her attic and they unlock the attic and when they go in there they see two skeletons and a bunch of emaciated cats. Now, did they say why they went up to the attic, or is it just they just needed to go up there? They were just looking for the witch, I think. They were trying to figure out... They're trying to figure out where she's at. They're trying to figure out where she's gone to. And they didn't say that there was a back door, so... But she's not anywhere in the house. She's not in the attic. Just all of her cats. Okay, so they find dead guys and a bunch of starving cats. Yeah. So what next? What happens next? So she says, I like she doesn't know, guys. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It, it shows that you're interested in hearing my story again. So they go outside, and when they get out there, she... I, okay, here's the thing. I don't know what happened to the two dead bodies that were in the room with her, um, but... 
they don't find them. They find her. And I'm kind of glad that we're doing this again because I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about the fact that, like, when they go out to find her, the two bodies are gone. Oh, so they're just... Uh, did she eat them? I mean, what happened? <laughs> did she eat them? <laughs> yeah. She just they're had just a... Bo- gone. They're gone. I don't know what happened. They're just not in the story any longer. Yeah. Well, and, you know, like, the skeletons, like, there's no way. They were just, like, freshly killed men, fishermen, by the way. These were fishermen that she was taking. Or maybe they were like, oh, we'll just save those for later. Let's go find this lady. What? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Hold on, save what for? Oh, like, the you, bodies. You mean yeah, finding you, the bodies yeah. later. Okay, I see what you're saying. They're dead. They're not going anywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no. So, they go, and they find her. And when they find her, she is in the swamp. Or, I'm sorry, she's not in the swamp. She's in sinking sand. And she is, like, up to her freaking head in the sinking sand. Now, people say that she... There's two accounts of what she said. Um, Most sources say that she said, In 20 years, I will return and burn this town to the ground. So that's what I found on most things. However, in his novel, he said that she actually said, he being Willie, said that the witch actually said, if I shall return, everybody always hated me here. I will break out of my grave and burn the whole town down on the morning of May 25th, 1904. Okay. And then she just disappears. And I guess the authorities retrieved her with, like, pitchforks and cypress limbs the next day. So she, like, drowned in the quicksand. Yeah. I assume that's how you die in quicksand. You drown in it. You suffocate. Is it suffocate? I would think so. I don't know if you would... I've never looked up how one dies. You, you've in never drowned in but... quicksand before. You've no, never... no, I I have never experienced. <laughs> that's not an drowning in quicksand. <gasps> oh, that's not an experience that you <laughs> have under your belt. What what a shame! I've drowned in quicksand before. No, I don't know, but she died in the quicksand, and they buried her in the center of Glenwood Cemetery, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. They buried her and they put the heaviest chains that they could find around her grave. Um, In his story, it said some 30 strong and solid links, but if you actually look at a picture of the grave, it looks like there's like, it looks like the links are like a foot long. And it looks like there's like maybe like five of them on each side. I don't know. It doesn't look like 30 links, but I don't know. And supposedly, the sheriff said, if she can break through that and burn down Yazoo, then she deserves to burn it down. Okay. Now, all of this came from this folk legend. There go the lights. All of this came from this legend that this guy made. And I'm really trying not to hiccup, I'm sorry. There's no, like, truth to it that we know of. I couldn't find any like, records on the boy Joe Bob Dugget. Uh, The witch didn't have a name that I could research. 
So it was just kind of like, a, there wasn't a whole lot to like look into and be like, oh, were these people real? Did they die? There was a gentleman that the author of this story said um, was an old man that lived in the town who would tell everybody this story. He would tell all the children this story. And that's where he got it from. Here's the thing. 20, so the, I'm sorry, the grave that she was put into after the headstone was erected, just days later, it fell and broke into three pieces, like split in half. And there is a giant chunk up on the left side. So if you can imagine that, it's almost like a cross on the headstone, but like without one arm. Hmm. Does that make sense? Was a headstone shaped like a regular headstone? Was it a cross? Like? No, no, no. Here, hold on. I'll show you a picture. It's actually, and I'll post a picture on our Instagram and in our Discord, which we'll give you the information to once we get the Discord up um, and the Instagram. We haven't got all that going yet. But I'll post pictures. But it was just a regular headstone, if you want to look at it. And you can see on the bottom, like, how it fell down in front of the grave. Oh, yeah, it's like the top rectangular yeah. part well, fell yeah. backwards. Yeah, and if you see, like, on the back, there's, like, a post, and you can see the chains coming off of it. Yes, yes. So those are what the chains look like. With that said, this grave is right in the center of Glenwood Cemetery. They don't actually know who's buried. They say it's either the witch or a man. With the man, there is speculation that it is a gentleman who is named, um, oh, I'm sorry, they, they don't have a name, but he was a man from the Old Fellow Fraternity, and the chains may actually represent the fraternity, but here's the thing, <laughs> okay, the town did burn down 20 years later, okay, so that actually happened. Uh, it burned down on May 25th of 1904. There were the fire. They don't really know how the fire started. Like, there's no conclusive evidence that says this is exactly how it started. The fire is a historically recorded fire, though. So while the legend may not, you know, have any, like, solid proof, this fire was recorded. This is something that happened in the history of this city or town huh. um and 324 buildings burned down 200 of them were residencies 124 of them were businesses and stores it was most of the town uh right. they also say that the no reported deaths i didn't look into that i didn't look in to see if there were any reported deaths so i don't know that's something that maybe you can look into um or if you know our mississippi friend knows anything about it maybe she can look into it and let us know and we can let you guys know on our next podcast we get back to you on that but yeah 324 buildings and this supposedly started in the parlor of miss wise or maybe weiss i don't know how to say her last name on the night or the day of her wedding uh they said that the flames were jumping unusually high. And they also said that 
the winds were very, very strong and that they were carrying on almost like a supernatural wind. It was like they were like the flames had a life of their own. They were just jumping from building to building. Here's hmm. the thing. I know here where we live in May, the wind is really strong. That's springtime. Right. I know where I'm from. Well, not it, only that, it's, I mean, there's hurricanes on the south, the east eastern coast, so that brings up windstorms. Right. I know that where I'm from in Nevada, it is very, very windy in May. It's windy mm -hmm. all the time in Nevada. I don't know what it's like in Mississippi, but according to what I could find, it is not windy there in May. Like, it was unusually windy, is what it said. So, um, if you know, let us know. If you live in Mississippi and you know what the weather is like there, let us know if it's windy in May. Another thing is the day after the fire, when they went to the grave, the chains were broken. They don't know if this was like a prank, like someone broke the chains. They don't know if the witch broke the chains. They don't know. But those chains were broken the day after the fire occurred, which is interesting, I think. It's creepy. Well, you know, the chains are supposed to keep her in there. <laughs> and supposedly, once the chains are totally gone, she'll be able to haunt the town. With that in mind, there was an occurrence in January of 2016, I think it was. Let me look here. Yeah, it was on the 5th. Um, there was an article published by WLBT3, which is a local news station. I don't know if it's local to Yazoo, but I mean, it was a news station. Like, I didn't do research on the news station, but it's a news station. They have a website. You can check them out. And vandals had actually stolen the chain from the witch's grave. Now, I don't know what that means for the town of Yazoo. It means it sounds like a bunch of kids wanted to see if they can make a ghost angry. Uh, yeah, probably. It sounds like something high schoolers be like, hey, you want to go steal the chains off the witch's grave? And I'm not saying all high schoolers are like this, but it definitely sounds like a dumb dare that maybe me and my friends would have done in high school. <laughs> you know. The repairmen do work. To make sure that the chains stay linked and repaired, they do break frequently. They don't know why. They cannot keep those chains from breaking. So they are often they often have to repair the chains. Like when you say broken, you mean like the links are shattered or like So when it showed a picture, it didn't it wasn't like really specific on how they broke, but when it showed me a picture or when I when I looked at pictures, it was like they were yeah, it was like the, the link was just kind of like broken. Like pulled apart. Pulled apart. Yeah. Gotcha. So I don't really know if someone's like, I mean, it could be someone's going in there and, you know, cutting it, like pranking it. I don't know if this is a cemetery that gets locked up. There are some cemeteries here where we live that don't get locked up at night. You can go into it all hours of the night. Um, I know that some cemeteries do lock their gates, though. So right. I'm not real sure. It's weird. Like, regardless, it's weird. It is kind of weird. Yeah. So, they do break. Uh, and Willie Morris, the author of the book, is actually buried just 50 feet away from the witch's grave. Wow. That's and, interesting. 
in, and I don't know if they did that on purpose, but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. On, in January of 2023, a group actually requested to excavate the grave since they don't actually know who's buried under there. Mm, to kind of put to rest the whole, I guess, urban legend. Something. But they, they were denied. It was a, a graduate at the University of Mississippi, and uh, they were denied. I think, I was kind of hoping, it's funny because right before I found that, I was thinking to myself, like, why don't they just excavate the grave and see who's in there or see, you know, if it's a male or a female, but they did not do that. Plot twist. Grave is empty. I also thought that. I was like, what if it's not really a grave? You know? Um, it's really interesting, though, that this little town... I've never heard of this town before. I've never heard of this witch. I've never heard... And this is the stuff that urban legends are made of, you know? But I've never heard of this before. They say every town has that legend or that urban legend this town doesn't well, we live in a small town it's definitely something interesting to talk about for the locals if you ever visit the town as a tourist oh yeah and they do do tours there like you can go there and they have a lady who dresses up as a witch and she will walk you through the cemetery and she will tell you the story which i thought was really cool you can find all sorts of information on it on their website Oh, I see what you're saying. It is moving by itself. Oh my god. The last time we recorded, the door, the, the little door that our cheap little mics are on, kept wiggling by itself. And I was like, no, it's not. And I just looked directly at it and it just moved like... I told you I wasn't crazy. <laughs> it moved like three inches. My house is over a hundred years old. Okay. But that's for another story. Yeah, that's another thing. We'll get into, like, personal ghost stories and Actually, other that's not a bad idea to research that whole story. For for our house? For this location that we live in. Yeah, I, that would definitely be fun. We won't tell you that we're researching this location because we don't want you to know where we live. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure that everybody who is listening right now knows where we live. But hopefully one day that'll change. But, you know. I guess that I don't remember if it was like the mayor of the town or if it was like a local sheriff. I did not take very good notes. This is my first time doing this, so I'm learning, kind of getting my groove down. But someone said that the children in the town call this witch the chain lady. The chain lady. The chain Ooh, lady. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> it's kind of a creepy name. And they'll say like, oh, I'm not afraid of the chain lady, you know. That type of thing, which made me kind of think of Lizzie Borden. I was listening to the, uh, this is off topic, but it made me think of Lizzie Borden. I was listening to the Morbid podcast, which I'm pretty sure they don't need anybody to advocate for them. They're doing pretty good, but they're also, it's a really good podcast. I've been listening to it nonstop for like two or three weeks, so you guys should check them out if you guys like creepy stuff but they were talking about how lizzie borden the children would like stand outside of that woman's house and taunt her and if you know anything about lizzie borden then you know that that is terrifying and when i read this that they called her the chain lady the kids call her the chain lady i was like that's what it made me think of yeah that's gross i, I don't i don't think i like that i just imagine like some little kid walking down the street just singing about the chain lady Sing. casually yeah man Sing like you think of like the star of like some horror story or horror movie and like that is what's going on and you're like oh no this is gonna be terrible i hate that 
I hate that so much. That's awful. But yeah, so they call her the chain lady. And I am interested now on, like, if there are any nursery rhymes. <laughs> Lindsay Borden got a nursery rhyme. I guess that's not really a nursery rhyme unless you're Morticia Adams. But, yeah. So, that is the Yazoo. Yazoo. I don't know. That's the witch. Again, if you are from Mississippi and you find us, let us know how to say that. Because I don't know how to say that. Well, hold on, hold on. Before you end things, you, you gotta rate this story, even though it's the first one on a scale of adorably spooky to truly disturbing. Where would you put this? Um, From ador adorably spooky to truly yeah. disturbing. I'm gonna take a page out of your sister's book, and I'm gonna go with <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, now, what is that? What is that like? Per like, how would you explain what that means exactly? That's I, scary. I, that's scary. I would explain that. God, please. Quit. Now that's scary. That's scary. <laughs> My light keeps blinking. Um, that I would say is like, as an adult woman, um, I would not want to be in the cemetery by myself at night. Uh, but I would definitely take a walk in it, like during the day, just for the history of it. Okay. And, All right. And that. That's scary. Okay. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, that was the Yazoo Witch. If you guys liked that story, then keep an eye out because we will definitely be bringing more to you to all five of our listeners who we really, really appreciate for listening. Uh, if we can maybe pick a few more people up, then maybe we will start a Patreon. Please, that way we can upgrade from this tiny space <laughs> these these little tiny with mics. these tiny mics yeah uh, and so these uncomfortable chairs <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> she's been complaining about the chairs i have to keep pausing the recording because she keeps complaining about the chairs uh i keep telling her i'm like you have to sit up and face the mic she's like the chair's uncomfy <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no if we can get some more followers then maybe we'll be able to open up a patreon and then we can start putting money into this, getting better mics, um, you know, and kind of setting things up. And if you guys have some weird, creepy things that you would like us to look into, then you can reach out to us if you have any stories or anything you want us to look into. Again, anything on a scale of ador that sits on the scale from adorably spooky to the truly, truly disturbing. disturbing then just email us at macabre at midnight at outlook.com no spaces and we will see you guys next time stay scary sweet dreams